Welcome to this episode of the Plan Disney Podcast, presented by State Farm. Insurance doesn't have to be complicated. That's why State Farm is available 24-7 to walk you through the process and answer your questions. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm your host, Amira Martin, a former Plan Disney panelist. On this episode, we're going to talk all things Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. The panelists are going to share their top tips for experiencing the garden fresh flavors, dazzling displays, and lively entertainment this festival has to offer. Plus, we have an exclusive interview with Dave Kesting, General Manager of Epcot Festivals. But first things first, let's meet our panelists joining us today. Hello, friends. Hi there, Mira. Hi. Hi. How are you? Great. Wonderful. Are you excited? So, so excited so to excited. be here. Because I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> that you're here. You're going to give me expert tips about this wonderful festival. And we have a lot to talk about. We do. We, we do. do. But yeah, I sorry. think we need to do some introductions first. How about that? That sounds great. Okay, you're first, my dear Lauren. Okay. Hi, <laughs> I'm Lauren. I'm a wife and a mom and a scientist from the great state of Michigan. Woo. I have a little boy who loves Disney destinations almost as much as I do. So he's my little adventure buddy. This is my first year on the Plan Disney panel, and I'm a Walt Disney World Resort specialist. That's perfect. Now. Can you explain a little bit more about what Plan Disney is? Of course, is? yeah. So Plan Disney is the official Disney digital resource for guests planning Disney vacations. So guests submit planning questions to plandisney.com and they'll get a personalized response from a Plan Disney panelist. And they specialize in Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Resort, Disney Cruise Line, and Disney Vacation Club. And they can provide answers in English, French, Spanish, or Portuguese. Perfect. And I see a familiar face over. Hello. Yes. Hello, Greg. Thanks for having me back. Welcome back. Yes. Um, my name is Greg. I'm from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. I am a husband, father to two beautiful little girls. Um, I'm a Walt Disney World specialist, and this is my second year on the panel now. Oh, I love it. Now, the last time we have you here, you were talking about holidays. I was, yes. So we were talking about kind of winter time. Uh -huh. Now you're back to talk about spring. Yes. And I think we need to dive in because we have yes. so much to talk about for this festival. Now. My favorite part of any festival, but especially this one, is the food. Can we talk a little yes. bit more about the food? I mean, food? what's Epcot without, <laughs> Epcot festival without the food? That's but true. for this, this festival in particular has over 15 outdoor kitchens, and each of them highlight the flavors of spring perfectly. There's different cuisines you can try from all over the world. Yes. One of the best things about the festival is you can actually pick up a wristband gift card. And they kind of work similar to like a regular gift card where you can load a certain amount onto it. Um, this is a great way to track your spending throughout your day. I know when I get to go to some of the festival boots, I get a little overzealous sometimes. <laughs> yeah, definitely agree. Um, I really love the convenience of the wristband because that way I'm not shuffling around in my backpack or my purse for my wallet. I've got it right here, ready to go, ready to snack. That's so true. And I know you you and I share the adventure of trying new things. Yes. And I know that was one of your favorite things, especially about the Flower and Garden Festival. Yes. Is absolutely. that we have a lot of new things to try. Yeah. So this year there are over 50 new food and beverage offerings for this festival. There are also some returning favorites. The Violet Lemonade is back. Yes. Don't fear. One of my festival favorites this year is the Impossible Lumpia at the Trowel and Trellis. And this is a plant-based dish, actually. And I'm not a plant-based eater. I am a carnivore. <laughs> However, the Impossible Lumpia is incredible. It's It appeals to everybody, whether you eat a plant-based diet or not. Yeah, I'm, I'm not plant-based either. And Lauren had me try it yesterday, and I absolutely love it. So good. It's one of my favorites, definitely. Now, there's more. 
to try, especially at this festival. I know Farmer's Feast, that's one of your favorites, right, Greg? Yes, I do. I do love the Farmer's Feast booth. Um, and the, the good part about that is that it has a rotating menu throughout the festival. So it starts with one menu and as spring rolls around, there's another menu that comes out and then there's new items for the summer. Oh so you gosh. get to try different things. So if you come back multiple times, um, that booth will have different offerings for you. That's so, so smart. And another one that you love is the Honey Bistro. The Honey Bistro, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I had to get it this year. So they have a new item this year and it's the chicken and waffles. Mm. So it's a honey brine chicken with a sweet cornbread waffle. But what ties it all together is the honey butter. Oh I am a sucker for honey butter. But Same. So delicious. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> now, another thing that, that I really love is that we can experience brunch. Oh yeah. During this festival too. Can we <laughs> yeah. talk a little bit more about Brunch Cot? Yeah. And yeah, what that entails? Yeah, so Brunch Cot has uh, flavors from kind of obviously in the name, breakfast and lunch kind of mixed together. They have these fried cinnamon roll bites uh. with this candied bacon on top. I mean, candy bacon, it's a sweet, savory <laughs> dish. It's so delicious. That's delicious. one of my favorites. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love the peach bellini. I love a little breakfast. Something. I know. Yeah, I know. a little extra something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, speaking of bellini, there are also drink options during the yes, festival as yes. well, right? And one of the great things about the Florida Fresh booth is that there is an option for kids and adults. So it's a cucumber, watermelon, slushy um, that if you want for the kids, obviously, just as is, and it's perfect for a warm day. Um, but you can add uh, you can add alcohol to it as well if you wanted it for an adult beverage. So that's absolutely perfect. So everybody's taken care of. Everybody is one stop. <laughs> now, is there a way to kind of like view everything that's offered, like during that, like seeing all the outdoor kitchens and knowing ahead of time what you may want to try? Are there resources for that? Yeah, definitely. So the Disney Eats Foodie Guide is a great resource. It's available on the Disney Parks blog. Yes. Um, and guests can go on there and kind of look at the selection and map out their must eats before they arrive on site. Um, I would be lost without that. <laughs> Every time. Um, another resource is the My Disney Experience mobile app. Okay. So guests can actually view menus for all of the outdoor kitchens on the app ahead of time too. Oh my gosh. So we can use the app or we can go on the website. Okay. I and love then that. actually once you arrive, you can get a complimentary uh, festival passport. It has all the offerings, all the booths. I use it as, I, I can't come here without it. Yeah. Um, I very much followed along. But there's another part of the passport I think that is... Yeah, so the Garden Graze is a fun little food stroll that takes you around World Showcase. Um, and there are 10 plant-based food options available. And if you collect five stamps in your festival passport, at the end of the day, you can turn it in to get a completer prize. It's a fun little prize oh, from awesome. Pineapple Promenade. Oh, and a little tip, you don't have to complete that in one day. So if you have multiple Epcot days that you plan on your trip, you can do a couple one day and come back for the rest and finish it up. So yeah, it's so fun. So yeah. basically, I get an edible prize for eating. <laughs> yeah, doesn't love that. I know. <laughs> no, <it's great>. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's a great incentive to try new things. Definitely. Now, I did have a chance to chat with Dave Kesting. He's a general manager of Epcot Festivals. And we got to learn a little bit more about the garden fresh offerings at Flower and Garden Festival, which was really fun. Very cool. Let's check that out. Dave, we are so honored that you're here with us today. I know you're a very busy man, but I have a lot of questions for you. Are you okay with that? I have some great answers. Okay, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. All right, let's hop right into it. So tell us about yourself and your role with Epcot Festivals. I get the honor of curating all our festivals here at Epcot. So I get to work with some great horror culture, entertainment, Imagineering and food and beverage professionals all year long. Oh my gosh, coolest job ever. It is, it is. <laughs> okay, I've heard 
that there are more than 50 brand new food and beverage offerings at this festival. Which ones are you the most excited about? Well, it was a tough job, but I had to taste them all. Um, so my favorite is over at our Honey Bistro. Okay. That's our chicken and waffles dish. Oh, yum. So we first off, we take crispy chicken, we brine it in honey. Oh. Then we take a, a sweet corn waffle batter for our waffle. We put honey butter on it and then spicy honey on top of it. Oh my it is gosh. sweet and heat, it is perfect. And you said honey butter. Honey butter. You're speaking my language. There. I love honey butter. <laughs> okay, I have another question for you. Sure. Now, if a guest is experiencing the festival for their first time, what should they be sure not to miss? If you're a first time festival participant, go on our www.freshepcot.com and you can plan a little bit in advance and you'll experience the most of the festival with your short time here. If you're not a planner, when you get to the park, pick up one of these passports. Yes. They're right at the front in all our outdoor kitchens. Those take just a few minutes, take three or four minutes, page through it, and then it will guide you and you can plan what your priorities are for the day. I love a passport. I always pick one up. They're just so beautiful in general. And then you can just kind of take your time and see what you want to try first. I Perfect. love that. Perfect. Okay. I got another question sure. for you. What is something about this festival that might surprise people to know? Some people may not be aware, but all these gorgeous flower displays and gardens that we have, sometimes our horticulture partners have to replant three, sometimes four or more times throughout this festival. Oh my goodness. Wow. That makes so much sense. Okay. I'll have to keep that in mind yeah. when I'm walking around today. All right. Another question sure. for you. What is your favorite experience during the festival? Well, the food for me. You know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a foodie. Yes. And, and what I like to do is bring my family out and share. Because the more sharing we do, the more items that we can try throughout the park. And, and not only do I get to lead this each day, I love coming out as a guest myself. Yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. So the more I share, the more I eat. Correct. Sharing is caring. Okay. All right. I'm going to use that tip, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, last question. Do you have any last advice for guests attending the Flower and Garden Festival? Absolutely, especially those families with younger children. I would suggest start in World Showcase, do spikes exploration, pollination, scavenger hunt. Kids love that activity. That's when all our princesses and characters are out. Yes. And then make your way to the world of discovery, the world of celebration, and the world of nature. We have so many different experiences for young kids there outdoor play areas, and we have indoor play areas, games, activities. But while you're there, go in the butterfly landing that's presented by Advent Health. You, you walk through gardens, you have butterflies fly all around you, they'll land on you sometimes. It's a great <laughs> photo moment and a great experience that our younger guests really enjoy. Oh my gosh, I love it. Perfect ending to the perfect day. It is. Oh my goodness. Okay, I have probably 20 more questions for you, but you're a busy man. And we thank you so much for being here and giving us all those expert tips. Thank you for having me. Epcot is never more beautiful than it is during our Flower Garden Festival. I agree. Welcome back, panelists. So glad you're back. Now, I could talk about food all day, definitely. But I would be remiss if we didn't talk about some of these beautiful flower and garden displays all over the park. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. yeah, one of the best things about the Flower and Garden Festival are the beautiful topiaries and the flower arrangements that you see throughout. And uh, some of them are inspired with your favorite Disney characters in mind and some beautiful animals. Um, right at the entrance when you walk in is a new Encanto themed one with Mirabelle and Louisa and Antonio um, and Isabella. 
And I know when I bring my daughters next week, they're going to absolutely die when they see that. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and my favorite is uh, the Toy Story themed one with Woody and Bo Peep over in the Land Pavilion. It's so it's just a fun one. It, it, it's really it's, it's great. And then um, and then Figment, which is right outside of his ride. My daughter loves Figment, and it's a must do every time we come over. So yeah, that one is amazing. That. So my favorite and one that's new this year is Princess Tiana mm -hmm. in the American Adventure Pavilion. She is just stunning and it's so awesome to see her finally getting the attention that she deserves. That's right. <laughs> um, I also really love the festival butterflies and they're okay. right over here near the Bridge to the World Showcase. They are. I, we walked past them together earlier and they're just so beautiful. Amazing. It's a great photo spot. Yes. Oh, I love absolutely. that. Okay. Now we talked about, you know, the topiaries, but there's another area that I don't think gets enough love, and those are the Global Gardens. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about those and how we can experience them. Yeah, absolutely. So there are Global Gardens located throughout the theme park and around World Showcase. Some of the first ones that guests see are the Festival Blooms, and those are located near World Celebration. Okay. That is just a beautiful blanket of flowers. They're so vibrant, and they just welcome guests in. And if you're coming from the dreary Midwest, like <laughs> me. When you see that, you just shake off the winter blues. It's just like such a sight to behold. Um, another really cool one is the floating gardens over near World Nature. Um, and they're just what they're, they're called. They're floating beautiful blooms of flowers in the water. So it's a really cool, unique kind of experience. Yes, I love that. And I love that we get to see them in so many different little yeah. areas, which is really nice. Yeah. Now I know the Japan Pavilion also has a really cool display, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. so the Japan Pavilion is home to the Kokedama Garden. Oh. And this one is one of my favorites. It's um, kind of set back a little ways in the pavilion. Um, it's tucked behind the blue and mahogany pagoda building. Okay. So it's really nice, relaxing, tranquil, quiet place to like take a break, have a snack, just a beautiful place to sit. Oh, I love And I that. noticed the United uh, Kingdom Pavilion has the English Tea Garden. And what's really cool about this is you can take a complimentary guided tour oh. that you can sign up for at the uh, Tea Caddy Shop. Now, yeah. this is limited availability, but if you don't happen to be able to get into that, there is a self-guided tour they offer as well. Yeah, oh, that's, that's really cool. fun. I did it recently, and you get a fun little prize at the end yeah. for completing. And over in the Land Pavilion, there's actually the Butterfly Landing, which is a great interactive experience. As you walk through, there's butterflies that fly around. You can see so many different things. My daughters absolutely love that one. Absolutely. I love the butterfly landing. I know the kids love it, but mm -hmm. I personally love to walk through there. I just think it's so sweet and it's like a great way to kind of interact with nature. Yeah, definitely. So I'm so glad that it's back for the festival. And right near there too is the Living with the Land attraction, which okay. also gets a fun little festival overlay this time of year. So throughout the attraction, you'll see edible flower garden signage indicating flowers which are actually used for food preparation and they're used in the dishes served here at Epcot. That's so cool. Now, but we can't pick them and no. taste. Okay. Please stay <laughs> in your boat. I thought of that. Just, just <laughs> so that way the listeners understand. No, it's but just for looks. If guests are hoping to get a little more up close and personal with the attraction, they can do a behind the scenes tour. Um, and you can actually register for those 60 days in advance or walk up is sometime available too. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I know, Greg, when we talked about Global Gardens, we chatted about it before. You mentioned that it's in our passports It too, is in your right? passports, in the back of your passports. So if you do want to know where they're located, or where to find them, just go to your passport. It has everything in there. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we are all set. I love that. Now, 
One of my favorite tips for festival goers is to participate in the scavenger hunts around the World Showcase. And that's a great way to see the Global Gardens as well. Absolutely. I think we need to talk a little bit more about Spike's Pollination Exploration. It has and, a uh, really yeah, fancy a strong name. name too, Spike the Bee. <laughs> but no, the scavenger hunts are, are my family's favorite. It keeps our daughters entertained as we're exploring the World Showcase. We're, we'll stop at more boots as they're looking for Spike the Bee. Um, but what you do is you pick up a scavenger hunt map at select merchandise locations around, around the park. And... Um, you're gonna look in different gardens throughout for Spike the Bee, and he's gonna be pollinated around. And as you find him, you're gonna take the sticker that comes with the, with the map and place it where you found him. And once you finish it, you can actually take it back to select locations um, to receive a prize. Couple quick tips on this though. If you have two children like I do, you might wanna pick up two maps. And the second is you don't actually have to finish it technically. You could still receive the prize without finishing it. Um, just return to those merchandise locations at the end to pick it up. Ooh, that's such a good tip. That's true. And if you have multiple children, um, the second scavenger hunt is discounted. So if you have a big family, you'll get a little bit of a break on those. Oh, I love that tip too. Uh, yeah. That's good to know. So I was here recently on a multi-generational trip. I had my young son and my parents with me, and we were able to complete the scavenger hunt as a family. And it was just such a fun way to bring everyone together to have fun in the theme park. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I love that there's a, there's a prize at the end. Oh yeah. I love anything that's a prize. Same, Edible, yeah. You know, physical, I'll take it. <laughs> Give me a prize for all of my hard work yes. enjoying the park. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, for me, the perfect festival day isn't complete without live music. So I think we need to talk a little bit more about the Garden Rocks concert series. Let's, yeah. let's deep dive into that and okay. learn a little bit more about that. Certainly. So the Garden Rocks concerts take place every night at the America Gardens Theater, um, and there are multiple showtimes every day. So these concerts are complimentary. The price is included in your theme park admission, and there is a really awesome lineup of well-known artists. So I personally love to get a little snack or get a little drink and go <laughs> and enjoy the show. And I've seen some awesome artists here over the years. I've seen Jody Messina, Mercy Me, Lone Star, just to name a few. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. There's a few new ones that I've that I've noticed that are coming up soon is the Casting Crows and then Switchfoot as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. So we can really see some of our favorites during the festival. Now we've talked about so much so far, especially for Garden Rocks, but I know that we can kind of like end our day in an even better way by doing a Garden Rocks dining package, right? Yeah. The dining packages are great. So you get to experience an Epcot restaurant, have a great, delicious meal. Um, and you get guaranteed seating at the show. Um, so basically you show up, you don't have to wait in line to get to get a seat, you show up and your seat is ready to go for you. That is so great. So it's like, I feel like that's a perfect way to wrap up your day here at Flower and Garden Festival. Definitely. Oh my gosh, okay. Speaking of wrapping up our day, I guess it's almost time to go. And I guess I have to let you go because <laughs> we have to go enjoy the festival. That's right. But before you go, could we do a little lightning round? Of Are you course. up for that? Yeah, okay, Sorry. all right. I know you're familiar. You yes. know how this works, yes. but I'll explain it to, okay, Lauren, listen. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a series of questions. Okay. I want the very first answer that pops into your head. Okay. Okay, don't overthink it. Okay. Okay, same, don't overthink no, no, I won't, it. I won't. Okay. Ready to go. All right, here we go. Favorite food or beverage item from this festival? Okay, mine is either the Vampiro Taco from Jardin de Fiestas Ooh. or the Impossible Lumpia from Charles and Trellis. <laughs> I'm going with the braised oxtail. I love braised meats and it's over at La Isla Fresca. Oh, so. wow. Okay, next one. 
favorite garden or topiary to admire? Oh, Princess Tiana, okay. hands down. <laughs> Mine's actually the seven dwarfs that you can find. Oh, yeah. oh okay, I love that. Great. All right, next one. Which of the Garden Rocks artists would you like to see live in concert? Okay, as an 80s music fan, I have to say that the lineup is pretty stacked. <laughs> However, the millennial in me has to go with Simple Plan. Oh, good choice. Okay. I'm going to go with the Plain White Tees. I always loved them growing up, so. That's so great. Okay, a hidden gem that everyone should experience at this festival. Yeah, the um, English Tea Garden complimentary guided tour that Greg mentioned is an awesome hidden gem. It's really fun. I'm gonna go with the Global Gardens. I don't know if people know enough about them. Obviously the food and the and drinks are so prevalent, but the Global Gardens are great. Okay, next one. Favorite Epcot attraction to experience during your visit? Okay, I'm going with Test Track okay. because my whole family loves it. It's a must do for us every time. And I love that um, PhotoPass attraction photos are included with Disney Genie Plus service. Oh, I love that. I'm going with Soren because my whole family can ride it now. My girls are a little small, so they're able to finally all get on together. But Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Ruby 1 is the best ride I've ever okay. been on. <laughs> all right. I knew somebody was going to say that one. <laughs> I had All right, last one. What is your top tip for first-time flower and garden goers? Um, my tip is that the festival fun doesn't end just because the sun goes down. So after dark, stick around Spaceship Earth to see it illuminated in a festival exclusive light spectacular Ooh. theme to Encanto. Yes. Oh. I like that. Mine is don't kind of be intimidated by the crowd you may see at the booths. If you have certain food or drink items that you want to try, wait. They go so fast. There's only a few items at each one. So you, you fly through the line pretty quickly. So. All good answers. I love that. Thank you for being here. So much fun to have you. Thank you for having us. Thank oh my so gosh. Much. And thank you for tuning into this episode of the Plan Disney Podcast. You can check out a new episode of the Plan Disney Podcast every third Wednesday of the month. And if you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to leave us a review. In the meantime, to keep up with all the Disney planning tips and insights, be sure to follow Plan Disney Panel over on Instagram and Plan Disney over on Twitter. If you have a question of your own, stop by plandisney.com to ask. The panelists will be happy to help you. And to stay up on the latest news, stop by the Disney Parks blog. Thank you so much to our panelists for joining us today. Thank you. And thank you to our sponsor, State Farm. We'll see you real soon.